Hey, what's up, DBC fans? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let us explain. Well, first of all, Freddie, the best part is it's free. There's nothing better than using a free, awesome service. To make the process simple and easy, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor helps people find your show by distributing the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. Also, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. I like like money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. We love using Anchor. It's a great platform that lets us hear from the fans and reaction theater with Anchor's Leave a Message feature. So when you create your account with Anchor, you can also utilize their feature and make your own podcast. TJ will uh, be your first guest. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. This is Dale Jr. and you're listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. Outside, door, bumper, clear the 18. Best car I had here in a long time. You're going to do it. You're going to win it. Right with you. You're clear. Check the flag. You win. Oh, yeah! Woo! Hey everybody, I'm TJ Majors, part of the 88 Cup car for one more race and the 7 Xfinity car and the 29 For one more race. For one more race. race. Every deal you have is expiring. Expiring. It is. Like, this is all, I will not say this again. So, do we have more than one podcast left? Uh, no. Yeah, well, one more. <laughs> no. If you guys want to do a Christmas special. Christmas. So next week. Next I'll... to TJ is who? <laughs> Chris, Brett Griffin, spotter yep. for Clint Boyer, Elliot Sadler, Matt Snyder. Triple duty in Miami for Triple this guy. Triple duty, duty coming what at you. What so, I thinking? What an idiot. What an idiot. So uh, next week I'll be the old spotter of the 80. <laughs> <laughs> Retired spotter. So Former let's just uh, get this off on a, on a good note. I mean, Kristen, your boy, your guy had a birthday. He did. What did, did you do? Yesterday. Alan turned 36 oh. I asked her what she got him, and she grinned. So. <laughs> no, I, wait, nothing. I filled our entire upstairs with balloons. Oh. I got him some whiskey. That's so sweet. What kind? Uh, Four roses. I don't know. I <laughs> not Jefferson. So, I don't know. He loves whiskey. Yeah, Jameson. No, we have a big thing of that. It came in some gift set. I don't know. Did you dress up? In clothing. Yeah, we just went Did out. Did you dress down? So he's 36. He went bar hopping down in Uptown yesterday. He's 36. The thirsty beaver. He's almost, he's about to have a midlife crisis. And your menopause is rapidly approaching. Shut up. Oh, my God. So what are we going to yeah. do about this? Well, I'm fine. I'm only yep. 33. I don't have menopause issues. <laughs> but they're coming soon. They are coming. You got it. Your time clock is like blowing you are. up. Shut up. It's not ticking. The hourglass what is about out of sand. The sand is about my to run prime. out. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. <laughs> well, let's just go ahead and say Alan's probably past his prime. No. So what do you... Uh, dude, we, we peak at like 18. Listen. Yeah. Can't have at 40, you want to buy a yellow vet for some reason. It's like, all right, I'm yellow He vet. does yeah. want to buy a Jaguar. Yeah. And then he wants to put a bike rack on it because he says if you get a Jaguar and put a bike rack on it, that's you money. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh. Wow, yeah. there's the first beep. Okay. <laughs> Engineering must pay a lot more than I thought it paid. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, yeah. So, anyway. Anyway, you guys so got you back a, from Well, Phoenix. you had a wedding. I went to my brother's wedding. Yep. Did he it get got crazy? Not really. Nope, nothing? No. So now I have a <laughs> you were in my bed by 10. new sister-in-law as a doctor. We got oh, that. he yeah. did very well. Oh, yes, he did. Dr. Z. Dr. Z. Nice. She's, she's the one that worked well, on my Dr. foot. Well, not Dr. B. Dr. Bauer. What the heck? So... 
you guys are totally. He's marrying a doctor. Mm-hmm. Rich people. You're you're, you're dating an engineer. <laughs> I mean, they're smart smart family here. Yeah, I never saw him taste a spotter. <laughs> Dude, there's no such thing as like spotter groupies. Yeah. Like no. like helmet chasers and waffle bellies. There's no. not that for spotters. Nobody's no. sliding into your DMs. <laughs> Pit lizards. You know, like there's just. I guess we should wear fire suits up there. I don't want to do that. I'm so like the haven't. spotter shuttle isn't surrounded you just feel by women bad for the young spotters because like all these crew guys get chased by chicks, and the spotters just are up there stranded. Yeah, <laughs> and not, yeah. we do nothing but get abused and used up. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah, overlooked. So you guys Often. were in the land of the sun. Well, second Phoenix race, second to last race before like the championship Phoenix. in Miami. I love Phoenix. Went Hard to a football hell. game on Thursday. Check that out. I went to uh, the Rusty Spur mm. in Scottsdale. Fun little country bar. Cool. I, I only stayed for one hour. Why? Because we had a curfew of we're going to leave at 9, and we left at 9. Oh. You guys gave yourself Why? a curfew? Yep. Why? Well, I didn't. I'm not that responsible, but <laughs> my boss that was with me said we're leaving at 9. I was like, there's no way we're leaving at 9. We left at 9. Congratulations. Way to yeah. be an adult. Wow, yeah. Adulting <laughs> sucks. Who, who bossed you out of that? Clint. <laughs> Well, that's that's weird Clint, too. Can you tell Clint to update his iOS because his Twitter his tweets are impossible to read. They're still I question marks. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So Clint, if you listen, which I'm sure you are, we can walk just, you step by step through. You the gotta, it's update. a really small update too. I think it's less than a hundred get hundred meg. So probably only take you about so five minutes. As soon as the Xfinity race started, I saw Josh beelining. Josh to Williams? The garage. No, Josh Masson. Beeline oh. to the garage. So as soon as the race starts, what, do you, what, what did you go do right there? Did you go sit in the lounge and play on your phone? No, I had to go get some fan visions for Armor who were sitting on the nine box. We didn't have about anybody on the nine. So yeah. Yeah. instead of them waiting to get on the one, I just put them on the nine instead. I saw Josh leaving. I was like, he's going to sit in air conditioner yeah, right now. That would have been smart. What was it, like 87 degrees? It was warm. It was warm. It was warm. For sure. One of those days where you guys wanted shorts on the Breathing all that dust makes me sneeze. Phoenix dusty? It was not moist. (laughs) It was a hot heat. My nose gets all. What do you call those dust storms? Jacked Um, up. A dust dust storm? storm? No. No, 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 no. They got like a better name. Like a haboob or something like that? Haboob? Haboob. Yeah. Haboob. I'm telling you, that's what it's called. Whatever. Look it up. Google it. I'm looking at it. Why were you creeping on me from the roof? I just saw it, man. You're big. Well, I, I mean, saw yeah, him dude. Down. You're pretty like, easy to see. I was like, where's, where's he going? He's dressing all black like a big old ninja down there. Like were big you old ninja. Big Looking old for ninja. some AC. Yeah. He's a tall ninja. Yeah. Um, it's called a dust storm. <laughs> <laughs> it's a boob. Oh, man. You are. See, also. How's our buddy? Oh, Hickey? yeah. No, you're right. God. Sometimes you really surprise Somebody the hell out of me. told him something. A haboob is a type of intense <laughs> dust storm carried on in an atmospheric gravity current, also known as a weather front. Haboob. Because it sounds like her boob. That's only really he knows. Mm-hmm. He Googled that and thought Urban Dictionary no, was going to have something better. For there, they had one out there a couple years or like three years ago or something. I saw it in the news and I was like, what the, What does that mean? So I read it. Yeah, it was a haboob. haboob. I had a cab driver one time. They frequently <laughs> occur in the deserts of Arizona, including Yuma and Phoenix. Wow. Mm. See. How about that? You oh, my are. God. TJ's not dumb today. <laughs> wow. Meteorologist, well, TJ. Right. The day Thanks. is not over. All right. So you guys just got back <sighs> from Phoenix. I'm leaving. How I'm were done. your races? I'm good. No, you get paid. Stay. Um, 
Ah, uh, the truck race. I forget. Oh, the three red Rex flags. Fest. Oh, yeah. I was planning on eating dinner after the truck race. Then it turned into breakfast. <laughs> I was planning on having eight beer and watch the last 20 and ended up drinking did like six. Did you guys six. both spot the truck race? I did. He didn't. You I didn't. didn't. I watched. Yeah, we literally rode around 14th and ended up fourth because we didn't hit anything. Congratulations on the top five. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we got up there. Literally. Did not hit anything. Down the backstretch, we're behind that five, six wide thing. I'm telling Chase Briscoe, I'm like, Chase, uh, this isn't going to work in front of you. Just, you know, get ready to check up and go low here. This isn't going to work. And literally, like, two seconds later, here they go. Wrecking. Who was kidding the 99? Because he calls that wreck. Like, they were all five and six wide. It wasn't going to work. But the no. 99 hung a right and hit the dude it in the quarter Dalton panel. It was Dalton Sergeant, I think. Yeah. yeah. Dalton Sergeant? So they were going to run out what of room. What kind of anyway. name is that? It's a Sarge's name. <laughs> Sarge. Sarge. Yeah, that, that wasn't going to work. I don't understand the Ben Rhodes kid. Like, I don't either. He wrecked himself. He did. He uh, he had someone on his inside, the Cindric kid, and he hung a left, and then Crafton is mad. Yeah, oh, you, the 19 better not finish Homestead. Well, you just want to eliminate the competition, bud. That's yeah. what he's trying to do. He's playing a mind game where he's only got to race two other guys. The Ben Rhodes kid wrecked himself. It's not block. The word block is when you impede someone's path. If you hang a left and they're already there, it's called wrecking yourself. Pretty much, yeah. And, and that's Ben would have made the same move had he had a run on, you know, if that was Cindric in front of him. He would have made the same move. Line. And everyone's like, well, the 19 wasn't going to make the qu- – that's not true. You don't know you that. You don't know that. You no. don't know that. No. So, um, you know, good move. He got a great restart. Ben should have been more – Ben should have been more aware of what was going on before that. Yeah. Um, Ben's been through a, a lot of spotters, too. Now he's got a guy back from that he was comfortable with from his late model days. Is there a reason he's gone through all those spotters? Uh, probably. <laughs> probably. Gotcha. Um, but, you know, and this is supposed to be a guy that he's really comfortable with. And this is stuff that you need to see coming. You need to be defensive. If you know, Ben knows if he's not full throttle at the start finish line. If he's lifting, that guy behind him is going to have a run. You should know enough to change lanes and stop any, like you said, block. Yeah. You need to show the guy there's not a lane here. Don't do it. So That's right. That's right. That didn't happen, and you wrecked. I just think others. it's funny that you wrecked yourself, and then you get out, and you're all mad at yourself. Well, and then the <laughs> other like, guy, you know. What are you screaming at? Crafton's over there. You know, you better wreck the 19. Well, yeah, actually, you just did wreck the 19, or tried to. Yeah. You know, and then you, but you wrecked Crafton instead. And Matt Crafton knows how to win in these truck races. This format, like the intensity is crazy. I mean, having gone from – you know, Saturdays with Elliott in the playoff and then Sunday, Clinton not in the playoff. Like, even for us, man, like, you're jacked up yeah. on Saturday before the race starts. You and even have to take your five-hour energy? I drink an energy drink before every race. That's the only time all week I drink caffeine. You know uh, what's losses intensity? It's qualifying. Qualifying. Qualifying is boring. Well... Man, they need to shorten the time so there's not this we, sitting around. We we yeah, I mean, you know, they say green flag you have 20 minutes and for 10 minutes we all just look at yeah. each other. So it needs to what be What about two rounds? 10 minutes? 5 we, minutes. We definitely don't need three rounds in the two lower series because the same guys all I don't even think make. in the cup. We all sit there still. Uh, I know. Hey, I'm with you. I'm 10 with minutes, you. two rounds. 10 minutes, 5 minutes go. Yeah. Top, you know, top 12 after the first one, make it a 30-minute television show. That's all it needs to be, and it'll be action-packed the whole time. Yes, and nobody has time to talk about Timmy Hill mm, making his run. Here I'm come. serious. You sit there 10 minutes, and the first guy to fire off 
Yeah. It's Timmy Hill. 66, Timmy Hill, somebody like yeah. that. Here Man. comes Carl Long. <laughs> wow, he picked up. He's known Carl Long. Yeah. He's all the way to P1. Yep, backed up his qualifying run from yesterday. <laughs> he's four seconds off in practice, but look at yep. him go. <laughs> and he's now second. Yeah. It, that Whatever. <laughs> TJ has a valid point. I mean, yeah, that's I'm on it today, man. Hey, what did you eat for breakfast? Well, I just didn't sleep much last night. Because <laughs> Dale Jr. cussed you out because you told him where Chase Elliott was running. No kidding. Oh, then it's what? Where is he running? Where? Look up there yourself. <laughs> yourself. You figure it out. <laughs> figure it out yourself. I'm done. Hey, did you see Josh, a big college football fan? Did you see Larry Mack and Kirk Herbstreet? Yeah. Go I thought Kirk I was know. a little bit of a. What happened? Herbstreet was a complete. He I is th- a. I thought the same thing. Remember that movie? So all Larry Mack does was he tweets Herb Street and goes, hey, surely Alabama will be number one, even though you give them no props in the polls. And Herb Street fires back at him like, who are you? You're in a racing and wrestling. Just go beat it. Beat it. And Larry Mack was not being an a little Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, what are we beneath it, him because we work in he, NASCAR? Oh, dude. Yes. That's exactly what he said. So he he ranks up there. Tell him to go work there. on a spray tan. I don't like him. I don't like Stephen A. Smith. And I don't like, uh, there's one other guy that I'm not a big fan of. You can do, read that one and then scroll up and read the other one. Like he, I mean, Larry Mack is, uh, you know, Larry Mack, first of all, is an accomplished Leave guy. Sia, are you f- Larry Mack me? is a very respected guy. Yeah, does his work. He does in, his homework. He works of, hard. Yeah, I mean, he's accomplished. He's an accomplished guy. And then on top of that. He's a TV guy, just like you are, Kirk. And he's in the garage working. He, he's done more in his professional career than Kirk Herbstreet has. I agree. Now, I realize Kirk Herbstreet has a bigger TV audience. But that's it. But he's not done more professionally. As far as what he's accomplished? Right. The Kirk analyst, Herbstreet needs to update his iOS, too. The Check analyst it side of it, you know, Kirk Herbstreet's a bigger analyst in terms of popularity. But in terms of success in your career. Yeah, what what you went to. Larry what, Matt kills What him. your drive and passion was, I guarantee Kirk didn't go to college and be like, oh, this is what I'm going to do and make a living of it. Yeah. Larry Mack knew what he's going to do and was successful at it and didn't just show up on a TV show and get famous like that. Right. He's got a trophy room full of accomplishments. Herb Street was an Ohio State guy, and he didn't do anything after that, and he just got lucky. Basically. And now he's abusing people. Being a butthole cool. to yeah. Larry Mack. Butthole. What would you think about it, Kristen, after you read it? I don't understand people who disparage NASCAR. Like, uh, yeah. leave it to the big boys. He's the expert. Although, people did then go after him about his tweet. So. Good. He yeah. deserves it. Anyway, yeah. whatever. Maybe what that'll else happened shave a three on the backside of his ass. Xfinity race. Something. We had that. I guess we'll get into the spot on, spot off. Spot on, spot off. TJ, you're going first. Denny cuts sure. a tire down and crashes after contact with Chase. <laughs> That's politically correct stated. Uh, Is that what happened? Yay. Spot on. Tight, close racing. I got to ask TJ this question. When Matt Kenseth wrecked Joey Logano on purpose, you were 100% against it. Matt was paying Joey Logano back. You were 100% against it. I still am. Now, Chase paid Denny back, and you're 100% for it. There's. I want to understand the difference. Peace out. Um, Matt, I don't feel Matt. Matt's uh, what happened with Matt and Joey to start that whole deal. Matt ran Joey into the wall when Joey was trying to pass him. Matt was basically saying, you're not passing me without wrecking me or, you know, I'm going to win. No matter, you know, I mean, they're going to win a wreck here. Matt and was already wrecked. 
what in can or where what Kansas Martin, or whatever. Martinsville. No, I'm talking about how it started. Kansas. That started with Joey never tried to pass Matt. He ran over him. No, he didn't. He got on the outside of him in the one. He ran him in the fence a couple times. He ran over him when he wrecked him. But he ran him into the fence. He ran over him when he wrecked him. Is what he I ran saw. over him when he wrecked him. They ran out of room there, and it's your time. So, I'll hush. I think uh, coming back and completely destroying a guy. Who's that girl? <laughs> hey, girl. Squirrel. Squirrel. <laughs> anyway, um, you know, to come back and just destroy a guy like that, I don't agree with that because that could also cause. So Joey Logano wrecks Matt Kenseth at Kansas, says it wasn't on purpose. Matt Logano, Matt Logano, Matt, Matt Kenseth. Logano. Matt. We got a new driver, ladies and gentlemen. Matt Kenseth. On purpose, Rex Joy Logano back. Yeah. Destroys him. Okay. Denny Hamlin wrecks Chase Elliott, says it wasn't on purpose. Now Denny Hamlin has wrecked I'm sorry, now Chase, Chase. Elliott has wrecked there's too many names here. Well, Chase, Chase Elliott has wrecked Denny Hamlin. And Chase didn't wreck Denny. Chase didn't wreck <laughs> There's a difference Denny. there's a difference between a guy He raced him hard and got his tire rubbing. I mean Chase didn't say there's his tire, I'm gonna cut it. This is a Talladega Nights. This is rare. This is well, real life. That escalated quickly. He run him into the wall with the intention not, of him wrecking. I'm not. No, he was behind him. He could have wrecked him numerous times. He was he behind didn't. him and wouldn't pass him. In the beginning of the race, he had the opportunity to. At he, the point he where he him. cut a guy's tire down, there were two or three laps where Denny was trying to let Chase go and Chase wouldn't go by him. What are you trying to say? I'm trying to say that Chase wrecked him on purpose. I don't think Chase was going. I think Chase was going to run Denny as hard as he could without, like, basically hooking him or putting him in the fence. I think he was going to run him off the track, do whatever he had to do. So you don't think that Chase meant to end Denny Hamlin's day? I don't know because he could have done it a lot Did more. Did Denny mean to end Chase's day in Martinsville? We don't. I, I don't he said so. no. I don't think he did. I don't think Denny went he down. He was getting pushed. The air behind him from two cars. I don't think Denny back. went into the corner of Martinsville intentionally saying, this is Ch- I'm going to put this guy in the this wall This is right the here. same Chase Elliott that gave Keselowski zero opportunity to make turn one on a restart at Martinsville. I would have done he, the same. He, he took it. And then he had it took from him. And now we're still taking it. I'm just saying, I don't care, right? Like, I'm just saying, if you were mad about Matt Reck and Logano, you shouldn't be I'm not mad. mad about this. I am. I'm not. I'm not like I'm not mad at it. I'm, I mean, what I'm not mad at it. <laughs> spot on, spot off. <laughs> Matt Kenseth wins in second to last start. Brett. Spot on. Uh, actually, big big fan of Matt Kenseth. He's, I mean, came in man and and you know came in under the radar. Substituted for Bill Elliott. Ran top ten at Dover in that car, having never been in a Cup car. Which you know TJ could tell you that's one of the harder racetracks to get in for your first time, not to mention for your first time ever. Showed he had a lot of talent, went to Roush. I mean, he and, and Jeff Burton and Kurt Busch and Greg Biffle, I mean, those guys were super fast back then. Kenseth won the championship in 03 or 04. One day, Tona 500 is extremely accomplished guy. Here he is being forced out of a sport because of two things. He's getting older and he's making a lot of money and nobody's willing to pay him what he probably deserves to keep him around. So to see him go out and win with two to go just tells you these guys never stop trying as hard as they could try because Matt could lay down. He could go around and ride around here 10th, 15th and, and chill and, and still be that guy, but he's not. He's going out a winner. I was actually impressed with how hard the racing was between teammates, in my opinion, near the end of that race or, you know, second half of that race. Um, you know, but spot on from Matt. It's it's good to see a guy and, 
you know, there was raw emotion in victory lane with him and stuff. And that's, uh, that's always, um, that shows you what it means to win in these races and, and to, um, you know, Matt not really choosing to go out. This is one of the things we talked about earlier this year when Del Jr. announced his retirement. You sometimes you don't choose when it's your end and you're real lucky if you do get to choose when it's your end of the, you know, in the sport. Yeah. And to see Matt go out on such a good note, you know, like I, I think this right here, um, I'm not sure Matt will be able to retire or stop happy, but he can't be. He's going to look back and smile on it still. You yeah. know, look, yeah. I went out. I went out still competitive. Yeah, for sure. So, I, man, I got to say that I think yesterday's Phoenix race was maybe the best cup race I've ever seen there because I watched guys pass each other, race each other hard. I mean, the Denny Chase thing was entertaining up until the point that Denny blew his tire because they were rubbing and – and, you know, Chase was gouging him all day. Like, man, I, I never really felt like there was this big lull in the action. Yeah. The Watching Larson go up yeah. there and take the lead from Denny, With and then Larson has to go. troubles. Yeah. And, man, I just saw, I mean, you know, here Chase is. He goes up. He takes the lead after wrecking Denny. And then Matt takes it back. Like, man, I just, I, I had a hard time. I mean, it wasn't. You know, not enjoying that. It's, it's hard to stay focused on your guy when all this crazy stuff's going on. There was a little bit of a downtime after Denny got out front and was kind of dominating the thing. But. When, when Even when Denny passed Chase for the first time, Chase, he went down in the corner and Chase basically said, See ya. Well, he, he bumped him. He moved and him. was like, look, man, uh, this isn't how this is going to go today. You know, yeah. it, it, I, which I think is cool because we don't have many guys. I, I got to give it to Chase for sticking up. You know, he he feel like he had a race one. Um, a guy came in there and, you know, wrecked him. Um, and now he's angry about it, and you can see it, and he's driving like it. Chase wasn't the best long-run car, but on a restart, you look out. Yeah. I mean, a couple times I looked down in the backstretch and saw Chase against the inside wall trying to get as much as he could. Yeah. And he's going for it, and he damn near made it work. I thought Matt Kenseth should have wrecked Logano because Logano took from him, and I felt like Chase owed Denny one, and he took from him, and he took it back. So, you know, you have – we have personal relationships in the sport. You know, I'm a lot closer to Denny than I am Chase, so you hate to see – you look like, man, I hate that for Denny. You know, TJ's a lot closer to Logano than Matt, so when he saw that a few years ago, he's like, man, I hate to see that. But when you say an eye for an eye, it's an eye for an eye all the time. Spot on, spot off. Plane issue prevents JRM pit crews from making it to Phoenix. Good old Concy Air. Jeez, no wonder they're going bankrupt. Concy Scare. So these poor guys get up at probably I mean, three in the morning. They wash their butts. They shave their faces. What? They, what? They, what? They, what? They're, they're, they're driving to the. They're, they're driving to the airport. You know, half-ass asleep, and they get on this airplane, and all of a sudden. We're having an emergency landing. My stomach would have tore up. I'd have been like, I ain't getting back on this plane. I'm done. So they land in Arkansas. They're yep. stranded. My phone starts blowing up at relatively early time, you know, because we're on West Coast time. And it's like, hey, we don't have a pit crew. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what, what do you mean we don't have a pit crew? Yeah. <laughs> what, what? Our mean? pit crew is stranded in Arkansas. Yep. I'm like, why are they just now I coming? I started texting me around 1030. Yeah. East oh, Coast that was time. late. Oh, yeah, it's East Coast. Yeah. So, man, just... Okay. Crazy. I mean, please go away. Just, <laughs> just. I mean, <laughs> just let's look away. at it from all angles, right? Yep. This company is providing a service. Their service is to get these athletes to the racetrack. This is big news on the day of the race because we have three teams in the championship, none of which are going to have their normal pit crews. Thankfully, Hendrick had deep enough resources that we had development guys that could come over and do it, and those guys did 
a good job. And there were a few guys that were there from the truck race. Yeah, they did a good job. Obviously, the nine goes out, wins the race. That's on a two-tire call, which TJ and I may have been able to pull that off from a tire-changing standpoint. We definitely couldn't do four. Uh, there is no <laughs> doubt in my mind I could have mashed or bettered what happened with the seven. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. Not we, lo- we lost a few hundred spots. <laughs> 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 but in all seriousness, these guys came in and did everything they could do. And at the end of the day, we all three left with championship eligibility this weekend. But here's the thing, man. Like, if this had been another team, imagine a whole hockey team flying in the morning of the race. Holy and they can't get there. Like, it's it's a big deal. And so I think what, what has to happen now is we look at other vendors that can support the function because if you can't get our guys there, we can't trust you. Luckily, or, we're on victory this year. Yeah, or you know the uh, the fact that okay, well, a vendor that also says, look, if something happens, we have a backup plan too. Yeah. So if something like sometimes things happen, there's multiple Air Force Ones. There's multiple. <laughs> so Are you saying we should be flying on Air Force One? Three, yes. <laughs> no, what he's saying is if Air Force One breaks down, you get on Air Force Two is going to pick you up in a little bit. Holla. Yeah, I don't know if our pit crew would be considered. But here's the thing. They they have to get our guy. I get it. I mean, I I don't know if we're supposed to discuss economics on this podcast, but we're paying close to $1,000 a seat for this company to get our guys to the racetrack to do a job. A job which on this day is arguably as important as it's ever been. (laughs) Obviously. (laughs) Like, we came out, you know, we finally got in the top 10. We came out 15th, 17th after a stop, and it's like, we're right here in the middle of where we don't want to be if yeah. there's a wreck. I think we're still on our final stop out there T- with the TJ, seven. TJ was seven spots ahead of me, and then all of a sudden we're side by side for 17th. And I'm like, how did we both get back here? We went in fourth and came out 17th. <laughs> so, so Not and, good. And again, those guys, that, that, those guys that subbed, man, hats off. Thank you. Uh, it's not your fault. You shouldn't have been in that position. And you're, you're development guys for a reason. You're not a starter for a reason. I mean, I had to sit on the bench when I played seventh grade football. And, you know, this might open the door. Because <laughs> I wasn't good enough to play yet. One of these guys might have stepped up there. You know, it takes a whole yeah. whole team that, or whole crew right there to have a great stop. Some one of them guys might have stepped up and been noticed by somebody. You right. know, you never know. So, it's you not, know, it's they got put their, in. And, it, again, thankfully, Hendrick lets us use their pit crews. Mm-hmm. That in and of itself is, is a resource, and, and thankfully they had enough ways to get us Jeez bodies. We just needed bodies. I really, I texted Josh, and I was like, hey, are you, uh, you jacking today? <laughs> Josh, Jackman. Jackman, Josh. <laughs> Josh probably running on the car the wrong Jack way. Josh sounds way <laughs> Josh running on the back of the car when it stops. <laughs> you guys, I'm over here. <laughs> it's either Gas and Josh or Jack and Josh. He what can would only you do pick? those two functions. You need a really tall guy to be the gas man. Do you want to catch on fire? Or do you want to like... Do you want to be the hose puller? Do you want to get hit by a car that doesn't slow down? (laughs) (laughs) Ray Charles can be the hose puller. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) You can be the sixth man. You can service the driver. What does that entail? Giving him water. (laughs) All righty. They should let PR girls service the driver. Shut the... Oh. Wow. <laughs> oh, that be, escalated. That would be yep. some Talladega night right there. During a pit stop. Oh, let's watch Elliot Sadler. Look who's servicing the driver. Spot on, spot on. Oh, no Chevy's in the Cup Series wow. Final Four. Oh, that was oh, TJ. <laughs> wheel, wheel, I'm going to need a rag. <laughs> That's what we need is a bus driver to service the driver. Yes, make Will do it. Wheel. wheel. Hey, wheel. wheel, I need some of that special drink. Hey, Josh, text Wheel. <laughs> Come, come God, pick wheel. me up. <laughs> what you 
Yeah. All right, no Chevys in the final Cup Series, Final Four, or whatever. Man, let's talk about the Xfinity Series, though. It's all Chevrolets in the Final Four. Yeah. Boop, boop. And then you look at the Cup Series. <laughs> I'm so Cup excited to win. two Toyotas and two Fords. I feel like it, the, in the Xfinity Series, it's not um, – they don't really have uh, – you know, like their devel- the developmental programs that we're up against don't have full time guys. A lot of them. Um, I feel like if Christopher Bell ran a full season, he'd be right out there challenging somewhere. You know, fighting for a final four spot, somebody like that. Matt Tift was. Um, he challenged. He challenged, and then he looked challenged, and then he was very challenged. Yeah. Um, he qualified well, which I said he would, and but then yeah, he, he just steady dropped we kind of saw this coming in the beginning of the year as well with our driver lineup and, and we called it yeah it was gonna happen so but the tw- no the tw- chevys in the cup final four is the 21 big. and the double zero were battling there at the end though yeah which, that was some good racing two which, chevys which was also no, you know Ford. Yeah. i gotta Ford. give it to those two guys too because they had a hard race and, and they didn't wreck each other and it went out it, it went really good i saw the 21 go to the double zero after the race in this car and you gotta give props to daniel hemrick right here and, because and he's the double zero as well daniel hemrick is way out in points like you literally look at this before the race and you go no way he's gonna leapfrog this many guys kind of yeah. um i like all right, don't scold me for saying this. I kind of felt bad for Brennan Poole. Me too. That I did too. That eight car, whatever that I backup car was that was out there. Yeah, I definitely that was didn't. that guy's first Xfinity Series race ever. Oh, and they let him run a playoff race. And he hung a left, drove him to Brennan Poole's door. And I've been, you know, talking to Tyler Green during this playoff going, hey, man, your kid's got talent. Calm him down. He's raced like a different guy the past yeah. four or five weeks. He's been hungry. But unfortunately – I think karma bit him because he yeah. wrecked so many people during the year. It's like I agree, and I don't. I'm not a big karma guy, but I think karma got him. You probably wouldn't be in the position you were in if you didn't handle things the way you did earlier in the year, and that came back to bite you. Now, now maybe next year you come back and race a lot smarter than you're not in this position. But let's go back to Daniel Hemrick, and and clearly we want to all outrun that, this guy this weekend, but he's at RCR, and he is competing at a very high level compared to Austin Dillon. Compared to Ty Dillon, Both. compared to Brendan Gone, prepared compared to Brandon Jones, all of these these five guys are in RCR equipment, and Daniel Hemrick is the best guy, pretty much week in yeah. and week out. He is probably the best driver in the RCR stable right now. Yeah, and he went out and did exactly what he had to do to make it, despite the fact I didn't see Daniel Hemrick being in the final four. Mathematically, I thought he was done. Well, just even the beginning of the year. No, when I picked four guys out, Daniel Hemrick wasn't one of them four. No, I so. Agree. Congrats to him. He's he's actually, uh, in my opinion, worked up the ladder because he ran them super late models for a long time and won a lot of races. He was really dominant. He won a lot of races in that series, like earned his way up. Yeah. You know, got into the trucks, ran full-time trucks, was very competitive, learned a lot, and then decided to go Xfinity racing. And I honestly, I thought that was a mistake Yeah. for him to go and do that already, but he's, he's proved proven. me wrong. Yeah. No Chevys in the Cup Series Final Four, though. I am spot off for this yeah that's man when i look at chevrolet the guy carrying the banner this year has been larson and he made a lot of mistakes had some bad luck then you look at a guy like jimmy just couldn't do it guy like chase couldn't do it yeah. i mean I, i'm very surprised chevrolet doesn't have anybody i just hope nascar doesn't go bananas and give them you know a huge advantage because right now toyota like has an advantage that, i feel like that's what they did with toyota they got an advantage somewhere period so, i mean it's their you know, in my, I don't know. It, I mean, they just got to, their cars are so fast. It's crazy. 
Spot on, spot off. Eric Almarola to the 10 in 2018. Uh, spot on, man. I think this does a couple things. Number one, Almarola, the best opportunity he was in to run well was here at Junior Motorsports when he drove in the Xfinity Series with, with us. You know, And he showed some signs of, of I can be a good race car driver, which ultimately got him in this 43 car. Uh, but it does two things. It gives him an opportunity to be in a competitive piece of equipment, and it gives Stuart Haas some sponsorship dollars, which they didn't have this year with Danica with the Nature's Bakery deal. So, I, for me, it's spot on all the way around. We're going to find out if Eric Amarola can drive. I'm spot off on it. To me, I've seen him have a couple good races. He's only ran good to me at, at, at plate tracks, and he's had a couple wins there, and they, were, they weren't, you know, he just hasn't really shown me enough to, you know, he's a great driver. You know, he's a very solid driver, doesn't wreck a whole lot. But, you know, even – even when you go to the plate tracks, you think somebody with a lot – you see guys may rise to the top here that can might not be in the best cars, but guess what? They find their ways up there. Um, and I just haven't seen him do that enough over the years. I mean, he's got a couple wins. One was Daytona. A lot of – half the field is wrecked. Um, to me, this is an opportunity to pull a young kid out and, and fill the seat possibly with a young development guy. Um, and, and, you know, then you got somebody there long-term for the company. We watch how cyclical race teams are, right? We've always seen Roush do well, do bad. RCR, do well, do bad. You look at Hendrick, they typically do well and sustain that doing well. But Richard Petty Motorsports, after Richard Petty retired, they haven't done well, and they've never come back. I mean, we saw John Andretti. We saw Bobby Hamilton. You know, here there, they tend to win a race a year, not like multiple races, like maybe one time. And Eric has done the same thing. He's won, you know, one or two races over there. And, and to TJ's point, they were plate races. But uh, Richard Petty Motorsports is almost in do or die for the third time in their career. So whatever their moves they're making, I hope that, that this Bubba Wallace thing is going to be a good one for them because Bubba's making some pretty bold statements. We know he's going to give it 110%. And we all want to see Richard Petty Motorsports stay around. Sure. All right, before we go to a break, we just um, wanted to say this past Saturday was uh, Veterans Day. And just thank you to all of our military serving, and especially our veterans who have served and sacrificed for our country. One Main Financial is the largest consumer finance company in the United States, and it dates back over 100 years. TJ, I did not know that, but I did know that if you were in need of a loan and your finances have taken a turn, One Main can help. So race down to the closest One Main branch and get back on track. You know that with more than 1,700 locations, there is bound to be one near you. There's actually one really close to us, where we're at right now. So find your closest one main at onemainfinancial.com. Lending made personal. If you love Dale Jr., then Exalta Racing is your go-to social media account on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. It brings you insider's info all weekend long on the 88 team. It's at Exalta Racing, a must-follow for any Dale Jr. fan. All right, we're going into fast lane. Brett and TJ are going to debate some topics. And TJ, you're going to go first. 30 seconds. Ready? Ben oh, Rhodes yeah. blocked Austin Sendrick on a restart in Friday night's truck race, which resulted in a crash that ended Ben Rhodes' title hopes. Should Rhodes have blocked in that situation? He should have blocked until the car, the truck was there that broke the plane of his bumper. Um, you know, that's not Sendrick's fault. When your car is there, you can't come down. Um you know, uh, you just there's a lot of Ben's a very fast driver. He knows how to go fast in these things, and he just makes a lot of mental errors. There's a, so too many mental errors, in my opinion, and this was another one. 
Ben Rose screwed up. That's all I got. Jesus. Ben Rose screwed up. JRM cars make up three of the Xfinity Series Championship Four. Which team has the best chance to take home the title? Brett. Holla. Man, <laughs> this is a tricky question. You look at William Byron coming off a win. That scares me. You look at Justin Algar, who, in my opinion, drove the best race of his career last year at Homestead. You look at Elliot Sadler, who at Kansas and at Texas, the last two mile and a half we visited, had the fastest car of the full-time Xfinity Series drivers. God. That doesn't answer yeah. the question. Holy cow. Like, and then there's this Hemrick guy who's obviously racing with his kahunas hanging out. He's just sitting in the bushes. <laughs> He's sitting there waiting to pounce. What's he doing? I don't know. That guy. Michael Annette should block Hemrick. This all comes down <laughs> race. to the late race restart and what Cole Witt does. <laughs> um, you know, hopefully, hopefully people. It still feels like a too soon. <laughs> I, it does. That should never happen. And I hope oh, it man. does not happen this year. But, yeah. you know, I don't know if there's one clear favorite out of the group. Williams on a momentum. Momentum's hard to beat. Justin's drive. Justin's driven the best I've seen him run. The last two months, he's been on fire. He's made very little mistakes of his own. Uh, I don't even know that he's made any. He's restarts. He's digging. He's passing cars every restart. Um, he's hungry. He's much, ready for it. How much so. time does TJ get? <laughs> Here's the reality. It's rollover minutes. The guy who doesn't make mistakes and is aggressive and goes and takes his championship is the guy that's going to win it. You can back into winning a race here or there in NASCAR, whether it be fuel mileage, whether it be a lucky restart, whether it be a wreck that you miss, you will not win a championship this weekend being a You've got to put your big boy panties on and get up there in the front yeah. and lead the most laps How many and minutes win the you race. get, damn it? I'm just making a statement. <laughs> I'm getting fired up. I'm ready to go to Homestead. Jeez I'm going Louise. tomorrow. All Let's right. go. Are you really? Yeah. Wow. Seriously? Yeah. Why? It's fun. For real? It's fun. <laughs> you taking the kids? <laughs> no. I think kids can't go to South Beach. Yeah, they Oh, can. God. They can. You going to uh, media day? Yeah. Thursday. Yeah. Thursday. Media day. <laughs> Two o'clock. I'll see you there. Uh, no, you won't see me there. No, <laughs> you suck. With Dale <laughs> Jr.'s final cup start on Sunday, what's your favorite moment from his career, Do TJ? we think this is his final cup start? I feel like it is. Yeah. <laughs> I just I've, was wondering what you felt. I mean, I feel like it is. I don't think he has any desire to come back and run the plate races or, you know, maybe two years down the road, he's got the desire to go run a race at Martinsville or something like that again. But as of right now, the way my impression is just is run a few Xfinity and he's going to go have some fun in a couple short tracks in Xfinity series. Yeah. And uh, maybe do like Tony, maybe, maybe go run a road course or something. So what's your favorite moment in his cup career? I think it's hard to narrow it down. Any, every win is special. I mean, every win is special. It doesn't matter where it's at. It can be Pocono, Martinsville. It, it doesn't matter. They're all special. Um, but obviously, the obviously it's hard to beat. Um, you know, winning the five hundred. But I think my the most special moments probably winning that Wrangler three car that we did. That was a really special moment. I'm sitting behind you. Yeah, I, I think. I mean, for me, watching you as as a peer of mine, my favorite TJ Dell Jr. Moment. You're sitting behind me. Well, so it's sitting it's behind, sitting behind oh. you, the car. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite TJ Dell Jr. moment was certainly the Daytona 500 you guys won a few years ago. That was special. But for me, just the Dell Jr. moment was him winning in the baseball car yeah. when he came back after his dad died. You know, I think uh, Elliot was, was fortunate enough to finish third. It was Dell Jr., then Michael, then Elliot. And uh, 
to have hung out with Dell Jr. all that week because nine of us went down there and rented a house, and man, we had a we had a good time and and met Hootie and the Blowfish, you know, just good times. And then he goes out in the baseball car and wins. That was. That's pretty hard not to get teary eyed. You know? Hootie That's and vintage. the blowfish. Yeah, old Darius Rucker. Let her cry. <laughs> Let her hold tears fall down like rain. <laughs> Want you to hold my hand. You don't know Hootie? Yes, I know Hootie very well. <laughs> okay. Just, oh, oh well. You at that party? You were at that party too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's a Gamecock fan, isn't Holla. he? Holla. Okay. Do you have anything else to say, TJ? No. Two Toyotas of Truex and Bush will battle the two Fords of Harvick and Kozlowski for the Cup at Homestead. Who wins it, Brett? Well, uh, I could give you an argument for all four of these guys, too, but I'm pulling for Kevin Harvick. Why? Well, he's my teammate at Stewart Haas Racing. Gotcha. So he's kind of got to be my guy. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I think Martin's a really good feel-good story. I think Martin – here's the order in which I think they're contenders. Number one, Martin Truex, fastest guy all year. Number two, Kyle Busch, most talented driver in the series. Number three, Kevin Harvick. Number four, Keselowski. But I hope Kevin wins it for four. You know, I think it's hard to it's hard to go against Truex right now as as successful as he's been at the mile and a half. Um, but you know, these other guys, Kyle can be fast every week. Kyle goes from Kyle can have a pit road air and come back to the front. Um, and Kevin just Kevin's fast. He knows what to do with these mile and a half. This is a, this is a great racetrack. Um, Brad knows what to do as well. Brad's been fast at Homestead. Um, I don't know if they're quite as fast as what they used to be there, but he's a champion in the past as well. He knows what to do. So this is this is a good this is a great final four. Yeah, a toy a Toyota truck champion, a Chevrolet Xfinity champion, and a Ford Cup champion. Like, what else could you ask for? The -the off-the-wall topic, a self-driving shuttle crashed in its first day of operation in Vegas. Would you ride in a self-driving car, TJ? As much as I hear about them crashing, I'm going to go ahead and avoid the self-driving cars for a while still. A self-driving shuttle? Yeah, I saw this in the news. Was it on the ground? Or was it like an airplane (laughs) shuttle? Like the Jetsons? Jesus. What the hell is an airplane shuttle? (laughs) And just a regular airplane? (laughs) So they say in 2020, so the, so the people, NASA's going to have transportation like that, like lift and get, stuff. People get hurt or just crash on a test Uber. drive. I I'm not. I'm good. Uber. Yeah. Uber. That we always see these articles about self-driving race cars and stuff, too. Who's going to watch that? That'd be boring. As, I know. What an idiot. Yeah. All right. We are going to go into the hashtag AskDBC where you guys, our listeners, can ask us questions. And just add the hashtag AskDBC to it. At Flaffmedic asks, is Chase Elliott too nice of a racer? Is this the new norm for the newer generation of drivers? What oh. race was this yeah. idiot watching? <laughs> Chase Elliott wrecked Denny Hamlin. Dude, he run him in the wall on purpose, cut his tire down, ended his championship run. If that's nice, who are you? I think Chase is just fed up. I think he was fed up with how he's been raced and handled it. Rightfully so. But this guy's saying he's too nice. Is this the new norm? These new guys, these young guys are driving their asses off. Yeah. Which is what we need. What channels this guy been watching all At year? Nat00123 <laughs> asks, with the new Phoenix configuration for next year, will the spotter stand be moved as well? Apparently, TJ was on the committee to not move the spotter stand, which I just there found out committee? this weekend. There was – so they invited a few of us to go down and look at – and this is – this wasn't even like I don't even know why we did this. They took us to the end of the end of the roof right now, 
and said, would you guys like to be right here? And it was a terrible location. It was bad. We were, we are comfortable where we're at now. We know the angles and stuff. Moving over there was not doing anything for us. So they built this whole new section on, and it's pretty long. It's big. It's very long. It's I very out, long. I walked to the last suite yesterday. And it looked, um, I mean, it looks nice, Which and it's a lot further down the straightaway. That was nice. never, they, that was never said, hey, would you guys rather be way at the end down there? That was never brought up. So, you know, we're working with them now to maybe possibly get moved to the end down there. But here's my question. The start-finish line is going to be moved to the dogleg, which I think is cool because that dogleg is confusing as hell. Like, they fly down there to the very bottom <laughs> of it, and you can't tell if they're inside, behind no. them, in front of them. They better paint you, that line all the like, way across the track. He's down there. I don't know where. Like, it's <laughs> it's literally – it's hard to understand that. Yeah. Um, but, but when you look at Phoenix, if I'm a race fan and I want to sit at start-finish, now I can't see pits. I can't see pit road. Yeah. I can't see these guys getting their stops. That's a big part of – the experience and being near start finish. So I think this will be the first track to have the fans at start finish that can't see pit stops. Yeah. I, I, I don't know how that's going to work. At JW Roberts one asks Dale jr. Matt Kenseth and Danica out of cup accounts for a huge fan base. How will this impact number of viewers and ticket sales? I mean, it's probably, it's going to have an effect on it for sure, but it's also going to open the doors for other drivers to, to be more popular. And we're going to see their personalities and, we're going to have, uh, you know, new people under the spotlight. I think that, you know, TV ratings are down 7 or 8% this year. However, they've been up 1% to 2% across our playoff. So that's a good trend. However, Kristen could tell you this, our consumption of the sport changes just like every other sport. People aren't just watching on TV. They're following on their apps. They're following on, you know, different tools that they have out there so to some degree some of these younger drivers that are coming in the blaney's and chase elliott's and the bubble wallaces they're doing things on platforms that are going to attract younger audiences so we may see our ratings continue to kind of stay where they're at but if our consumption is picking up on other platforms as a sport we're winning and we're growing so i i think this is to be determined i certainly think that dell jr signing a tv deal helps you know, he, he's going to keep some eyeballs here because his fans are going to tune in and his fans are going to start pulling for Chase Elliott or start pulling for Bowman. Like, I don't see his fans leaving Hendrick Motorsports, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, hopefully they don't leave the sport. I think that's kind of where I'm going with this, that when, when we watched some guys like Dale Jarrett and Sterling Marlin and some of them, you know, transition out, we as a sport and, and even themselves, they weren't doing anything to say, hey, who's your next guy? Dale Jr. has been active in saying he even formed a top 20 list of – Mm -hmm. This is one of the top or top 10 guys you should consider pulling for when I leave. Like, that's a good thing. He did NASCAR's job for them, mm -hmm. essentially, because they should be trying to figure that out. At Garrett B. What asks, will having three cars in the championship race impact how the junior motorsports teams work together compared to other race weekends? I mean, you're, you're there to win. Right now, it doesn't matter that you have one goal and that's to win. You know, obviously, if it's not your night and you have some issues or whatever, you're going to do whatever you can do to help your teammates, you know, to a certain aspect. But you're you're there to win. And it's it's uh, there's nothing after this. It resets after this race. So your goal is to win. Yeah. I mean, there's not a more important Xfinity Series race in Elliott Sadler's career than this one. You know, despite the fact that you've won however many you've won, how many polls you've got, whatever you've done in the Cup Series, and it, none of it matters 
when they dropped a green flag on Saturday, this is the most important Xfinity Series race he will ever run in his career. And if he wins it, bam. And if he doesn't, it'll suck. Like it literally, <laughs> it literally comes down to this week is the only week that matters. Th- those three hours are the only three hours that matter. This weekend makes my stomach hurt thinking about it. Man, I'm I'm excited I'm ready to go. Yeah, Me let's too, drop man. the green tomorrow. Let's yeah, go. <laughs> I'm ready. All right, we're to the rant portion of the day. My rant, TJ's been kicking my ass on these DBC picks. Should we rant about the parking lot at Phoenix? <laughs> Man, they, let me tell y'all something. Phoenix is great, by the way. They take care of us most if, of the time. So we have a parking lot at Phoenix for small, spotters. Small one, mm-hmm. but for, for 20 cars. Perfect. Yep. They move us. Put us in another parking lot. Perfect. They no tell problem. us on Saturday, hey, uh, can't not going to let you park here. It's full. So yesterday, full what? we all took pictures. It's your parking lot. Both parking lots were empty. Both of them. Yep. Like tracks, come on. Come on. I mean, how is it good? And then it sits empty all race long. When you get to work, you want to have a place to park, a place to pee, and a place to eat. And then obviously be able to do your job. So be nice to have a place to park. We don't yeah. always do that. It's just ridiculous that you take it away like that. And when it's worked fine for years, and then uh, and then leave it empty. So what's y'all's travel schedule for championship, you and Josh? Pete. PR heads out Thursday morning at 8, and we're Thursday at noon. Yeah. Busy weekend. We got 20-something one-main people coming. Yeah. Big names. Uh Uh-huh. We have some potential sponsor CEOs coming, too. Awesome. Yeah. Very good. Might talk to you about that later. I need to talk to you about something, too. I'm glad you said that. We'll have Uh, our business meeting. Yes. So, Did you have any business meetings in Phoenix? No. And no secondhand stuff? (laughs) Secondhand smoke. I wonder how Giggles' neck I've is. I've never been to a it's, shoe show in huge. Miami. I'd be scared, man. They got so much cocaine down there. <laughs> I'd be scared oh, somebody roll okay. right in there and just start firing at me. I've watched that movie, Cocaine Cowboys. Have you ever oh, seen that? No. Holy yeah, cow. One. If you don't have anything to do this week, go online and download Cocaine Cowboys and Cocaine Cowboys 2. It is about the drug trade out of Columbia to the States. Oh, my God. It's what they ba- wow. like loosely bl- based uh, blow. I love that movie. Off of. It was unbelievable. Like I, I, I enjoy documentaries. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it be about Amy Winehouse, one of my favorite documentaries I've ever watched. Like I just like real life stuff. You know, that yeah. Homeland. I like, I like Homeland. Blackfish, the one about the orcas at SeaWorld. I'm scared <laughs> to watch that. Do I cry? Oh, it was it's, sad. It, it's actually not very. Like it'll make you not want to really go there. I can't watch it. It'll make you I can't hate SeaWorld. I take, saw some, well. <laughs> like, not, I'm all for sheep and eating it, but I'm not for being mean to animals. Yeah. They don't mean. call it, they, they're like, they don't, you, you're wrong if you call it SeaWorld. It's actually like pool worlds, what people are calling it. <laughs> yeah, right. Cause you know, what, yeah, because here's a pool for you, buddy. It's really interesting to watch. Sure, you hated that nice big ocean. Here's a pool. <laughs> <laughs> Your own private pool. Your own private pool. Yeah. Do a trick for a fish. Just because. Um, <laughs> here's 80 gallons. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I don't know. You think they're mean to them fishes? Yes. Them fishes? They're in captivity. Mammals? Yeah, they're mammals. They go from mammals. being in an ocean to being with their family. Well, some of them were born in to... captivity. Yeah, I guess they, they don't know, know any better. better. Well, they kill people. We know that. Uh, it's it's addressed in that in the documentary. They are called killer whales. <laughs> so let's swim with them. Yeah. What? Who wants to do that? Ready? Here it comes. That guy is a... Uh... <laughs> 
What an idiot. <laughs> hey, there's a killer whale over there. You guys want to go swim with it? No, I'm good. You know yeah. what we need on this show? Why would I? Tell us. We need our own soundboard of like of audio clips. Like a real radio show? Like, So he doesn't have to say it. Josh can hit a button and just says, you idiot. What you know? Idiot. Yeah. I heard on Blaney's podcast, every time somebody mentions Landon Castle's name, it's, they hit a button and it's Dell Jr. going, Landon Castle. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's pretty good. Awesome. We need that. Josh, work on that. Oh, okay. Yep. Sure. <laughs> All right. So TJ. Oh yeah. You won DBC picks again this week. He with can your tie me. Eric Jones pick. It's official. You've got to feel like. I don't feel bad at all. Look at all this green on my side. I'm it's going equal with. Green on both that's making sides. it rain. <laughs> I am going with. Happy Harvick. Are you now? At Homestead. I don't even know who the hell I have left here. Hang on. It's time to go. One to go. Should we reset this? No. Check your bits. If you could reset it, who would you pick him still? I'd pick Truex. Now nah, he don't want to reset no more. Wow. <laughs> hey, uh, you can have Truex. <laughs> I think it's going to oh, be a great race, man. I mean, you just look here. at these three races like, holy hell, it's going to be crazy. It's so crazy. Where are you guys staying in Miami? <laughs> I like that. I don't know. How do you not know? I don't have a new team. You know, I've never stayed uh, with this team. Gotcha. I hope we're, somewhere. We're staying in a good old Kendall, Florida. Where is that? 30 in, minutes from the racetrack. It's in between Homestead and South Beach. There oh. ain't much in between Homestead Well, you can, and you can go Beach. to Coral Gables. That's close. The hell is in Coral Gables? Some nice restaurants and bars. Uh, yeah, just take an Uber down to South Beach. Well, that's 25 get, more minutes. But yeah, because I'm taking the marketing car. Get turnt. Turnt up. Uh, South Beach is fun. Yeah. Like, you either love it or hate it. I can't get all caught up in all the pretentious BS that goes on down there, but I love their restaurants and bars. And oh, beach. you don't like cocaine? You go, <laughs> no, I never tried it. I've, I, you literally go lay on the beach there, the and you have a waitress. The devil's dandruff. <laughs> like, there's not many beaches in America where you have a waitress. America. America. <laughs> and there's a topless portion. Oh, do you go topless? Yes. <laughs> Pictures are never I've happened. I've never been to the topless portion. Oh, whatever. I swear to God, I've not ever been. But I have you ever been to a topless Sometimes beach? Sometimes those places, they're the people that are topless that you don't want to see. Yeah. You know? Where gravity have is you taking ever, over. Uh, have <laughs> you ever been to a... Pull your mic up. We can't even hear you right now. Oh, hi, guys. Put it closer to your mouth. <laughs> closer. <up>. Closer. <laughs> have you ever been to a topless beach? No, I haven't. Have you? I saw some people topless in Cancun, and then I read an article about they poison you, so I'm not going back there. <laughs> okay. Josh? Never been. Nah, me neither. Uh, actually, could you imagine going I to did. one of those naked villages? <laughs> <laughs> what are they, hedonism or whatever? <laughs> how do you come up with these words today? <laughs> hedonism? No, that is a place. I know, but I, I, man, I'm on it, dude. Standing all in the I Express. don't want to be anywhere that guys are walking around naked. <laughs> I'm out. So you don't want to go to Fantasy Fest in Key West for sure. Nope. Ew, what? Is that the body paint thing? That's leashes, body paint. All oh, sorts BSDM. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I'm not talking leashes on the <laughs> necks either. Oh my god. The gosh. carrots. Did I, I, that what? doesn't entertain me. What? <laughs> Jr. Rhodes went there and told us about it. He said there was dudes was being walked. I don't know, and I don't want to know the answer to that. <laughs> you can ask him. You got his number. Text him. Yeah. Hey Jr. Wow. Were you naked? Yeah, Jr. That's what I'm gonna did ask you him. have a leash? Was it spiked? Are you going to make your pick or what? So what are we going to do? Waiting. What are we going to do on this show Monday if we win this championship? Well, any of us. I won't be here. 
Why? I'm going to New Orleans. No, you can't not no. be here for the last show. Yeah, it's the oh, final yeah. show. Sorry, so. I took vacation for Thanksgiving <laughs> Sorry. weekend. You, just were, you were just on a vacation last weekend. Hey, man, it's the end of the year. you got to use all PTO. That's not vacation On when I don't... You weren't working. Work. <laughs> That's vacation. I got three races off this year, okay? Seems That's like it. eight. So Kristen's not going to be here Monday. I'm coming. Why not? We got a show to do. We got to work. I'll be drunk on Bourbon Street. We'll call I'll you. I'll call you. That's Is a good idea. Fun? You're not going to answer that. <laughs> we'll see. Depends Have you ever been I'm in New doing. Orleans? No. First time. Get some and I beads? That's Marty Gras. Are y'all going to get engaged? Oh, oh no. <laughs> no pressure, Alan. Why? She's not denying it. I think Kristen. <laughs> hey, this is a true survey. Josh, do you think Kristen is the marrying type? Oh, wow. I mean, like, what do you mean? You know what the <laughs> I mean? Is Kristen the marrying type? <laughs> like, would. Josh, uh, would you put a ring on it if you were yeah. Alan? Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> what's the marrying type? I, I, yeah, I mean, well, there's some girls you don't take home to mama. Oh, and there's some girls can't take me. There's home? some girls that are like a moped. Mom's you don't mind riding me. it, but you don't want to buy oh, see you riding boy. it. And then there's the marrying type. So guys have classification. I'm letting you into the bro code. Oh right man, here. we got to tell you. Josh has to tell you about the the crazy versus yeah the crazy hot matrix. <laughs> it's so hilarious. there, yeah, like there's some bro code stuff. Mm-hmm. I just was wondering if Josh thought if you. Were I mean, let's be honest. It, is Alan going to do much better? No. Hell no. What the hell is that Have supposed to mean? Have you seen this guy? No. Uh, yeah. I'm just saying, at oh, Alan. Okay. We're saying you're the best. Yes. Like, oh. we're, saying, we're saying he's never going to. What he's, the hell is that supposed he's to be? We're saying. He's his coverage. Yes. Alan has done well for himself. He's married. He could marry up right here. Okay. Yes. We he's were giving you a up. high compliment. Okay. Oh, Sounded yeah. like yours. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Big compliment. Uh, Would you moms say? Moms love me. Moms? Yeah. Yeah. You want to be a mom? No. Yes. <laughs> no, I don't. It's the best. Well, I don't know about that part of it. <laughs> All right. Okay. So Just don't, if you have twins, I don't, don't let them both breastfeed at the same time okay. like that one lady. At a baseball game. All at right. a baseball game. <laughs> at six years at of age. Six. <laughs> so Did good. you ever ask Elliot about that? No. you got to ask I need him. to. God. Maybe not this weekend. He's we should have Elliot on and talk about it. Yeah. Elliot, what do you think about six-year-olds? Oh, he saw it. <laughs> Good. Of course, he's like elbowing me, going, "Quit looking, quit looking!" Oh my goodness! It's well, been fun. One show, maybe two shows left. Hey, Only but, one with so Kristen. by the way, I will. Uh, I'll take Chase Elliott. Chase Elliott. He's Alrighty going for then. broke. Harvick against Elliott. Elliott's been fast. Only really Hendrick car with consistent speed. The past yeah. few months, he's been threatening the last few weeks. So I mean, we were passing Jimmy for like ninth or tenth yesterday when he had his problem. Like, yeah, just they're missing it somewhere. So, big weekend. Yep, championship weekend. All right, kids, we'll see you later. Thanks to Exalta, One this, Main. Yeah, and this Exalta go, studio. Radio. We hope this is your One Main podcast that you like to listen One to. OneMainFinancial.com. Holla. Bye. Holla. Peace. You've been listening to Door Bumper Clear, brought to you by One Main. For updates on Elliot Sadler and the number one junior motorsports team, go to OneMainRacing.com. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. 